The Mormon Expression Podcast is made possible through the support of our listeners. Consider making a donation or purchasing a subscription today at mormonexpression.com. The books you hear discussed on the podcast and others that we recommend can be purchased by clicking on the store link. And to those of you who have already contributed, thanks. All right, welcome back to another edition of Mormon Expression. I'm your host, John Larson, and I'm here with none other than... James Hill. Hey, James, where are we at right now? Uh, we are standing across from the church office building. Yeah, we're at the corner of um, North Temple and State. We just came walking down the street. Uh, we're here about, oh, 45 minutes before 7 o'clock when the uh, protest is supposed to start. Of course, we're here tonight because of the uh, comments of uh, Elder Packer, who gave in conference last Sunday. Uh, which um, some people have taken to be quite, uh, de- um, I don't know, divisive? What would you say, James? Derisive, racist, or bigoted, I'd say. <laughs> uh, so yeah, some people have called it hate speech. So we just walked down. Uh, Temple Square is locked up tight. Uh, they have shut the gates, and they're chained up. We're standing next to the Brigham Young uh, Park, and it, too, is locked up right now. We're starting to see uh, the black shirts gather and head south, so we're going to head in and see who we can talk to. Sounds fun. Let's go west to go home. Okay, so what's your name again? Eric Ethington. Eric Ethington, E-T-H. So so what's your role here? What's going on? Um, I'm the founder of Pride in Utah. Uh, We are a blog and an activist group, and we are out here talking about uh, the effects of Boyd K. Pactor's speech. So what, what in the speech set everybody off? Um, the particular words, at least for me, was a call for people to try and change their sexual orientation, which every reputable medical association has said is an impossibility, that sexual orientation is innate. And when people try, when they are inevitably unsuccessful, that creates such despair in people's minds that quite often it leads to suicide. What is Pride in Utah trying to do? What are you trying to accomplish? We are trying to send a message uh, two ways. To the church, uh, especially to Boyd Packer, and ask him to please ease up on his rhetoric. If if the church wants to have its belief that homosexuality is a sin, I disagree, but that is absolutely their right, and I'm not going to tell them that they have to change their doctrine. But what we are asking is that they please ease up on what they are trying to tell kids to do. And secondly, we're trying to send a message to the youth of the church, showing them that there are thousands upon thousands of us, even in Utah, who will gladly accept them and love them for who they are without trying to change them. So what do you think tonight's going to accomplish? Uh, Just that. Hopefully it sends both of those messages. So um, what's your relationship with the church? Um, I'm a former member myself. I was married in the temple at one point. And as I watched the destructive behavior that it has on families, uh, I could not uh, morally stay with it. What do you think the church should do? What do you, if, if, if they came and called you up, what would you tell them? I would tell them, uh, I would love for them to overhaul uh, all of their policies, but I would never be presumptuous enough to tell them that that's what they need to do. That's up to the religion and their relationship with their God. But what I would ask is that if you, whether or not you believe in equality and whether or not you believe that homosexuality is a sin, keep that within your religion. Please stop stepping out into the civil arena.
Okay, so originally, uh, this was set up to be at um, the City Creek Park. We're, we're not at City Creek Park right now. What, what's what's the story there? We are not. There was a uh, there was another group that had also applied for a permit at City Creek Park, and theirs was approved first. Uh, my understanding, don't quote me on this, but my understanding is that when they uh, talked to the city about it, they said that they were protesting Elder Ballard's, I think, uh, or Holland. Pardon me, uh, Elder Holland's talk about no alcohol, and they were a pro-alcohol group. Uh, we have since found out that they are a Mormon anti-gay protest group. Yeah, I, I saw a copy of their uh, application. It was like the uh, libation something, something, something. It, look, it, it looked like a joke. They very much just lied about what they were doing in order to disguise their hate. But honestly, I think at most they'll have 15 or 20 people, and we're not going to be a party to their kind of uh, bigotry. Do you... Uh, you suppose there's going to be any counteraction here tonight? Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully we have, uh, you know, our community is very good about taking a message for what it is and, uh, and running with that. And I think we're going to have a very beautiful moment. And if anything, they just illustrate the point that we're trying to make. If people want to help out, uh, where would you like to send them? What would you like them to do? Uh, please go to prideinutah.com. Uh, join, uh, join up with us on Facebook and uh, Twitter on Pride in Utah. Um, and we'll send out constant updates about different events and things that are going on locally and around the nation. And there's always a lot of call to actions and things you can do. Great. Thanks again. My pleasure. <laughs> All right. So what's your name? My name is Liz. So Liz, uh, we're here at the uh, protest tonight. What brings you here? I pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> so did you actually listen to the uh, the talk? Yes, I did. I'm very familiar with uh, General Woo! Conference. So, <laughs> so, so our, what's your history with the Mormon Church? I was actually raised Mormon. I was uh, the Mormon princess, actually. <laughs> and then I came out and resigned from the church and typical bitter ex-Mormon, I guess. <laughs> so, so, so how long have you been out of the church? About two years. Okay. So what, what do you think this is going to accomplish? You think the church is going to listen? Probably not, to be honest, but I think it's good to get our message out, and for the people that are um, kind of like on the wavering point with this, I think it's good to show that we really do care what is said in our community. Uh, what do you, what message do you hope the Mormons get? I mean, what what do you think? Where's the disconnect? Well, the biggest disconnect I think is that um, a lot of the Mormons are struggling because they know people who are who are gay. Everybody does, and um, at a point where people are like so critically kind of beginning to understand that being gay is not a choice and my brother is gay and that it's really going to be okay um, then this guy comes out and says that it is a sin and that it is not I mean that it is a choice and that God would never bestow it upon that and that's a that's a pretty big deal what, what kind of impact do you think uh, Boyd K Packers talk has on those who are still uh, you know trying to come out or or you know recognize that you know they're homosexual but you know are still trapped in the in the church what do you think the that speech uh, does to individuals like that well I think it incites fear uh, in a big way I just had a friend come out this weekend to a very LDS family and her dad's a bishop and before this talk he was kind of didn't really know how to handle it and since this talk has come out he's come out uh, to his daughter and said we're taking your car we're taking your phone we're not supporting you in school from now on and she has virtually lost everything in the matter of a week over so, this so since this uh, speech came out you're seeing a direct impact in people's lives from it definitely yeah and I think for the people who are still not knowing if they should come out or not, you know, because up to now the church was kind of like, well, um, maybe it's not a choice, but you choose whether to act on it. Now this guy's saying, well, it totally is a choice and it's totally a sin. And for somebody who's living under the guilt of, of not really knowing what to do with this, that's, that's a 
pretty big burden to carry. So, um, what? What do you think is typical um, in terms of how um, gay and lesbian kids are treated when they come out in the church? It's not good. I mean, my story is pretty typical where your family freaks out and they don't talk to you anymore and they, you know, withhold support financially and emotionally. And that's that. Unfortunately, there are there, fortunately there are exceptions, but generally that seems to be in Utah. The case is that kids are pushed away from their family. Do you think it's getting any better? Um, not yet. No, not really. So, um, in the in the uh, LGBT community here in Salt Lake, wh- what percentage would you say come from a Mormon background? Well, I mean, just statistically speaking, it's like what sixty percent Mormon. So at least sixty percent of those kids are coming from Mormon backgrounds. It's a lot. All right, all right. I appreciate it. Thanks. All right. What's what's your name? Uh, Jeff Robinson. Shelly Robinson. And uh, you two sort of look alike. Uh, my what? Son. This is my son. All right. So. Um, you're here for the protest. Yeah. Um, so, uh, first of all, what's your relationship to the Mormon Church? Well, I'm an ex-Mormon, and I left Mormonism. I left about 10 years ago on doctrinal and historical issues, but the the thing that really pushed me over the edge and and uh, induced me to have my names my name removed from the rolls was the Prop 8 debacle. So just just a couple years that then. So in the last two years, I've had my name taken off the rolls. And and are you still a member? No. Oh no. I was 12 years old when I left. You were 12 when you left. You actually resigned at 12, or you just kind of walked out, did you? I just didn't believe any of it, and so I left. Yeah. Okay. So um, did either of you listen to the uh, the Packer speech? Yes, as much as I could stomach. Yeah. <laughs> so so what, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, I'm here as a PFLAG mom. I have another son who's gay. This is my straight, supportive, you know, advocate son. But, um, you know, I, uh, I just... I, I'm appalled. I'm appalled in, at that, I, you know, I'm not being very articulate at this point, but my son made a really good point. He said that uh, blood is thicker than doctrine, and I really love that line because it's so true. Um, we have to come out of the closet, all of us, stick up for our gay loved ones, and when the church thinks that they can marginalize and dismiss what, you know, what is actually about 10% of the population who are gay, they don't realize that they're also marginalizing and offending all of the supporters, parents, loved ones, family members, and friends of, these, of this population. So, you know, they're walking on, you know, they're walking on dangerous ground. Well, it seems to me that 10 years ago, stuff like this didn't happen, especially so quick. Do you think things are changing? Well, I hope things are changing, but I actually thought the church was softening their stance. But in recent weeks, with the talk that was given to Evergreen and this ridiculous talk of Boyd K. Packers, I see that the church is as entrenched in their ridiculous and homophobic ways as ever. Maybe it's the like last gasp of a, of a dying man. You know, I hope that's true. I really do, but I, I really think that... Uh, that this has been an incredibly divisive issue, and I really think that the church is, is taking much-deserved heat on this one. They deserve it, and I hope it does. I hope it in, you know, inspires a lot of other people to stand up and leave the church. So I've heard back from a lot of members who don't quite understand what's going on here. For those people, how would you try to explain to them what we're trying to do? Okay, what I'd say to them is that... Uh, when they find out, and, and it's only a matter of time before they find out they have a, a cousin, a niece, a nephew, a brother, a sister, a child who is gay. That will change everything. And it's not until they really walk in that place that they will get it. And that's, 
my opinion. All right, wonderful. Uh, no, I'm just tired of the church discriminating. They're always on the wrong side of history. I think they're doing it again, just like African-Americans and Hispanics and women. It's just the same thing. Yeah, you'd think at some point they learn that they have to eat a lot of words. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Okay. Okay. What, what's your name? James. Hi, James. Um, so, so we're here at the uh, protest tonight. Uh, why are you here? Um, I'm here to um, not necessarily protest, but create some peace. All right. What's your relationship with the Mormon Church? Um, I live in Utah. <laughs> that, that pretty much does it, doesn't it? That pretty much does it. Um, have you, did you get a chance to listen to uh, Elder Packer's speech at all? I did hear a little bit of it. And what's your thoughts? <laughs> well, I mean, as being gay and trying to change that for several years of my life, I, I have to disagree with the statements. So um, a lot of the Mormons in the church are saying that they don't understand what's going on, that they treat, you know, treat everybody well, that there shouldn't be any animosity in the community. What, what's your response to that? Sure, they treat people well, but with the backstabbing that goes on behind our backs and the rude statements and how that we can change our lives and how it is a choice that we're making from an early age and all that, to me, it's nonsense. Without walking in my shoes and having experienced what I experience, it's a little bit difficult for me to believe that they know. If, if they like called you up and said, all right, wh what should we do? What, what advice would you give them? Because they, they listen to my podcast. I would, you know, I, I just come from a place of acceptance and love and what do they really care what we do? I mean, we pay taxes just like everything, everyone else. And I believe that we deserve equal rights. I believe that the statements made on Sunday with all the suicides of the teenagers going on was unnecessary. All right. Wonderful. Great. All right. Here I am with some of my good friends. First of all, we have Lee Haley. Hey. So what brings you here tonight? Uh, our the Joseph Smith movie? No, no, no. It's our, our kids and our family and friends who are gay. We're here for them. Now, Billy, you actually have a son um, who, who is gay, right? Yes, I do. Um, so now, so you've lived this really firsthand. Yes, I have. I've learned a lot from it. It's been a beautiful lesson. Um, that sort of, if I remember right, led you out of the church, right? Yes, it was a big step towards that. But how are things now? Wonderful. We have a really good life. We've learned a valuable lesson from it all. We're very close, and we're th there to help others, and we'll continue to help others. It's a very important cause in our family. So um, Elder Packer says people can change. Uh, what's your thought? I know that. It's not true. When Alex was three, I knew he was gay. And I spent my life trying to change that. And I couldn't. I prayed. I fasted. I never could change it. I know he was born that way. So what, Lee, what do you think, uh, what do you hope we uh, accomplish today? I just hope we show support for those we love. and. I doubt it'll make a difference for the church. They're still going to feel the way they feel, but... Um. Yeah, I think that's probably true, but at the same time, do you think anything like this would have happened 10 years ago? This seems sort of, you know, it's fairly spontaneous. There's a lot of people here. I agree. It's great. All right. Thanks, guys. It's good to talk to you. Thank you. Oh, look at each other.
Okay, now, 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 what's your name again? It's Josh Barnes. Okay, Josh. Now you're friends with Alex, who is Billy's uh, son. We were just talking to. That's right. So, um, what's your relationship with the church? Um, well, I guess they're ex ex lover. Is that a good relationship <laughs> to have? <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably my relationship too. So, uh, you did the mission and all that stuff. Yeah, I did. So, what? what why are you mixing with all the heathens? Um, well, yeah, I think it's I think it's totally cool. The church should get to say whatever they want to say. It's you know their conference. They can preach what they want to preach. Um, but I feel uh, a personal responsibility to maybe people who heard that mes- message who are kind of struggling with it right now that should just know that there's, there's more to the story and there's a lot of ways to be happy in life and there are alternatives and choices. And I wish someone had told me that when I was at that place. It would have helped. So uh, what, would you, what message would you like to give to the youth of the church? Um, just that there's, there's more. There's more to life. There's not just one way to be happy, and you shouldn't have to be afraid of being different. Like it's being different isn't going to lead to a life of sadness and misery. It leads to a life of, you know, fulfillment and happiness. So you should go for that. Wow, that's great. All right, thanks, guys. So, what's your name? Shelley Ingram. Shelley Ingram. Uh, so, what what brings you here tonight? Um, well, I'd like uh, I'd like to send a message to gay youth don't have to listen to the pulpit the the speech that they gave was one of many unfortunately and um, I just felt like I had to be out here because gay youth um, which I used to be one but I'm not anymore um, they they live in fear because everybody's making them feel like they're wrong and they're not what do you think it is about the message that the church gives that makes them feel that way? Well, when I was a youth, I constantly got the message that I was an abomination, that God didn't care for my lifestyle, but loved me. But you have to love me for a whole person and not a part of a person. And I'd like to know how many heterosexuals, if they had enough faith in God, if they could become homos. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think I could. <laughs> I, I tried once. It didn't work. It didn't work for me either. <laughs> Still gay. So what, what's your relationship with the church? I, I sent a letter of re, uh, res, resignation right after the Prop 8. So Prop 8 is, but, but um, you were uh, living openly gay before that. Oh, yeah, ever since I was like 17. But that, that threw it over the edge. What was it about it that really made you want to do the letter? Well, I had, I, I'd been thinking about it for about a decade, truthfully. But then when I found out what level they went to, like with all the ads on TV, I was really, really hurt and upset that they would lie and distort. So I figured I didn't want to be a member of that church. Do you think this will uh, do anything tonight? You think the brethren will listen? Not the brethren, no, but the people will. Hopefully. All right, thank you very much. All right, hi, what's your name? My name's Chris. Chris, what brings you here tonight? Um, I am here in protest to what, uh, I forget his name, sorry. Uh, Elder Packer. Elder Packer said on Sunday, um, I have a sister that's gay. Um, I also have family that's LDS, but I think, you know, any all my LDS family thinks that what he said was wrong and not inspired. And I just think there needs to be some change. Really? Do you th- so you think the message is starting to get through? I think it is for those who want to hear it. Um, I, I think it's going to be some time, but um, I think with efforts like this, it's definitely, I think change is going to happen. So do you think we're heading in the right direction? You think things are turning around? 
I think this is a step in the right direction. I'm not going to say that it'll change everything tomorrow, but I think that, you know, our voices need to be heard. Um, anybody who who is lesbian, gay, bisexual, whatever, it needs to be heard that it's not okay for the church to be discriminatory and to say the things that they say and think it's okay. Even if they don't agree with it, it's not their place. So um, what, what advice would you give to, uh, you know, gay youth in the church right now? I would say, you know, hold to what you believe is true um, and don't feel bullied. Uh, also know that... Um, this is, you know, I know that your teenagers and life is tough, but it does get better after high school. And there are a lot of people out there that will support you in, in you being gay um, and not care and love you for who you are. And suicide's not the answer because we love you. Yeah, great. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's, let's get started. What, what's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Jake Mangum. I'm actually a big fan of the podcast. I listen to it frequently. Oh, you've heard the podcast. Yeah, well, I heard, it, I heard your, um, your debate against Sean um, Sean McGrady, I think it is. Oh, you're thinking of John DeLynn. I, I, I'm, I'm the more handsome version of the two of us. Yeah, they're all, they're all great podcasts. <laughs> and, and, and who are you, sir? My name is Kurt Harris, and I am one of the founding members of the LGBT Lager Gin Brandy Tequila Quaffers. Now, you're drinking root beer. Uh, don't get us started on the open liquor laws with, uh, or the open container laws with Utah, so we're forced to have root beer tonight. Okay, so we're here at City Creek, where they originally announced they were going to do the protest. Yes. But apparently a couple of jokers um, registered it at first. Is that, is that what I heard? I don't see any jokers. Are they here yet? I think we're jokers. Yeah, yeah, we're these jokers you're us. talking we'll about. Start. I don't really see anybody. Get them out of here. So, so, so far as we can tell, you guys are the counter-protest. Uh, we are not counter. No, no. We're here to protest the anti-alcoholic uh, speech given by Elder Ballard. Oh, okay. I mean, it's, 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 good, to, it's good to get your voice heard. Yeah. To totally. So, yeah, we just think it's uh, really unfortunate how guilty uh, Elder Ballard makes other people feel. Uh, and the offense, you know, we choose to take offense at that. We're not going to sit idly by and let him spout off his hate speech. We're going to actually take offense to what he said, and we're going to protest. So, You can't tell us not to be alcoholics. That's for us. Yeah, that's a genetic disorder that uh, is clearly recognized by scientists throughout the world. So... Uh, you know, and when it comes to genes, we all know that uh, you can't really argue with, you know, your heredity. So once it's once it's in your blood, you might as well throw up your hands and say, you know, just, just like surrender. So, so what advice would you guys give to your brothers and sisters down a block south? Just solidarity, not, not sobriety. sobriety. That's our, that's our, those are our fighting words. Indeed. All right. Well, uh, thanks a lot, guys. Good luck with your uh, uh, lager, gin, brandy, tequila, quaffers association meeting. The real LGBT group. All right. Thanks, brethren. Thank you. All right. Here with, here with two friends. Uh, what's your names? John. Nathan. And you two are together, right? Right. All right. So uh, we're here. We're about to head over to the temple, uh, around the temple to lay down. Uh, what brings you guys here? Uh, we're just really disappointed. And um, they, they know better. They've been trying for years. And they have the evidence to prove that it doesn't, it doesn't work. They ruin lots of families um, trying to correct people, and it's wrong. You're, you're referring to, you know, Evergreen and other organizations? Evergreen, um, BYU's shock therapy programs, uh, recommending marriage as a possible cure for homosexuality. So uh, Elder Packer says you can change. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what what uh, what message do you guys hope 
to uh, deliver to the church if they're listening because they listen to the podcast. <laughs> Give me a second. Um, just, just. It's hard to request them to ask to ask them to change their beliefs because I understand that it is their core values. I was raised very LDS, and. I can see how lots of members can think it's kind of a harmless message that he sent out, um, but for me as a 14-year-old boy, hearing um, that what I was doing was horribly wrong and should be repented and I should apologize um, really pushed me and, and, and uh, I don't want to say, it, it, it was horrible for my, it ruined my childhood and, and, and my self-identity to now. I'm still dealing with the damages done. Um. Look at your own evidence. <laughs> you you know that it doesn't change. Uh, listen to you know what what you have seen internally, and to what the psychology community at large has already discovered. All right, thanks guys. We better head over and get our spot. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so what brings you here tonight? I'm supporting my friends, and I'm supporting everybody else that's out there suffering. What Packer said just isn't right. It's just not right. What 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 part of it doesn't uh, doesn't sit well with you? <laughs> you got to reform and you won't be gay anymore. Yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, it, it, That'd be like saying if I reform, I'm not going to be a redhead anymore. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so what, what's your relationship to the church? I know you're wearing a Utah t-shirt. Uh, I have no relationship with the church. I wear a Utah t-shirt because I am a Ute fan. Go Utes! So uh, do you think this is going to do any good? Uh, I hope. Probably not. I hope some people open their eyes to this kind of protest because I mean what else I mean if nobody else does it then who else you know it's us that's right so you're gonna my my family's actually some of the first pioneers and they worked alongside Brigham Young and I'd be ashamed to say that my family is part of this well you, you know you know what percentage of, of uh, pioneers turned around and went back right no one-third really really they probably didn't want to go over the mountain some of them turned around right in the in the spring and headed right back. So once they seen that mountain, they said, "Oh no, there ain't no way we're going over that mountain." All right, well, good luck. Thanks, guys. All right, so I'm walking down the street of the protest here, and somebody hands me a card. Um, so, uh, so what's going on? Well, StrayFamily.com is a nonprofit organization that we developed because we were sick of hearing all of the banter back and forth. The Mormons were attacking the gays. The gays were attacking the Mormons. Christians were getting involved. Atheists was, were getting involved, and so. We created an organization to assist anyone in uh, dealing with any type of, of adversity. So we're trying to target anyone, any youth, any uh, individuals that are just experiencing any type of difficulty within their family, within their organization, whatever it may be. We want to open it up to everyone. Uh, instead of always segregating ourselves from different groups, we want to join together. So StrayFamily.com was kind of our idea to facilitate different support groups, different service projects, so we could actually get involved in the community. Everyone says uh, who they are and they always stand behind a religion or behind a, an orientation and we want to give people a voice by doing it from their deeds and not by just what they associate with. So uh, what's your interaction with the Mormon Church then? My interaction? Uh, we don't really have an interaction. We came down here just to kind of give out our cards and show everyone that they don't have to, you know, stay separate from their family that are Mormons. They don't have to stay separate from their family that have uh, gay teens in them as well. Like, it doesn't need to be a separation. It can all be working together. So we brought our cards down here to kind of spread that. So we're down here. So what do you think uh, is the problem with the families in the, uh, and gay teens in the, in the church? 
Well, I was raised in the Mormon church, and I think that the big problem is just self-esteem within how you feel uh, going through this whole homosexual process. You know, being raised in a religion that says that it's not okay to be and that you need to uh, kind of repent to Jesus or to God or whomever that may be, uh, it's frustrating, especially when you know those feelings can't go away and your parents tell you, you know, that they love you, but you're confused by it. And so we're hoping to be able to reach out to anyone, uh, whether that's gay or whether that's even just a Mormon struggling in their own religion. Okay, great. Good luck for you. Hey, thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Hey, we have a fan. Huh? What's your name? Justin. Justin. Uh, I won't reveal the last name. <laughs> they, they, haven't, they haven't come after me yet. Uh, no. Yeah. You'll be, you'll be safe. Sorry. Why are you here out? Or why are you out here tonight? Just showing my support and came here with my wife. She really wanted to come, and I'm just showing my support because I don't agree with it. Uh, so uh, what what did he say that you don't agree with? That homosexuality, basically. I mean, he didn't say that, but he basically inferred that homosexuality is a choice, and I think that's a pretty archaic well, a belief. And, and while he said it's a choice, he said it's also a sin, and that's ridiculous. It's a, I think it's an awfully big claim to make. If you don't have any medical backup, there, there's no consensus in the medical field about this. It's, it's the same, and it all comes from God told me so. It's the same as the devil made me do it. You know, it's ridiculous. And there are children killing themselves, and there's no sensitivity towards it. And, yeah, I mean, we, we're members, but we're not active, and we're just really sick of it. So uh, so I was going to ask what your relationship to the church. You just you uh, don't go? Uh, where, where are you at? <laughs> um, I pretty much figured out that I didn't believe it probably about a year and a half ago, I think, two years ago, something like that. And we've just kind of been in limbo uh, since then. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, me, me too. As they say, right? You too. <laughs> uh, so um, do you think this is going to do any good? Um, I hope so. I mean, I know when I was a, you know, true believing Mormon, I would have just looked at these people and just kind of laughed or You're said, oh, that's so souls. sad. Those poor souls. But I don't know. Well, you know, we're here right in front of the Kissing Plaza, so when we're done, you know, you guys got, need to go to your duty. We, we thought it was fitting that we're right below Brigham Young as well. I mean, he was the, he he is the epitome of traditional marriage, right? You know, Br Brigham didn't like women very much. That's pretty clear. <laughs> yeah, that is clear. <laughs> Uh, she's got the kids. You can go say hi to her. I think she's smart. We, we've literally listened to, I have at least, every podcast, yeah. so we're big fans. We're big fans. Uh, I, I, I'll have to admit that I have not, so you're, you're, you're one up on me. <laughs> uh, it was nice uh, seeing you around. All right. Nice to see you guys. Good to meet you. Good to meet you, too. Okay, what's your name? Hi, I'm Rob Trujillo. Hi, Rob. I'm Dex Trujillo. Now, Dex, you're wearing a collar. Yes. So, are you you're reverend? Um, yes. Uh, what, what church? Um, the Bishop of the Salt Lake City Family of the Restoration Church of Jesus Christ. Wow, sounds fascinating. Uh, so what, what's that? Um, we're um, a denomination that traces our roots to Joseph Smith. Um, we actually probably have more in common with mainline Protestantism and the Community of Christ than we do the Utah LDS Church, um, but we have the same roots. Um, our congregation is primarily LGBT. People. So I would assume most of the congregation are sort of refugees from the church, from the Salt Lake Church? Um, that would be an understatement. <laughs> so uh, what, what's your mission in the community then? 
Um, to let folks know that, especially the young people, that they are not alone. And we're really worried with these sort, this sort of hate speech that comes from the pulpit and with so much power. Um, the other thing I don't understand, I realize that Mr. Packer's theology is that uh, his goal is in some prudent, prudent way to have sex forever, but I don't, maybe that's what his marriage is about. Our marriage is about help meets and mutual support and uh, commitment of, of love and, um, and strengthening one another in Christ. So I would appreciate it if you would not demean my marriage with the low standards of his own. So there's a lot of um, gay youth in the church right now who are believers, who are in, in pain. What would you tell them? That you're not alone. And that, yes, Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and that he loves you just the way you are and you're okay. And if you are frightened or you're thinking of doing something like uh, drastic, like killing yourself, there are lots of different churches out there that understand that God created you in God's image just the way you are and called you very good. Great. So for those who would like to find you, where, where are you at? Where can they find your congregation? Um, 2900 South State in South Salt Lake. Um, we're in the Harley Building, right? We have a chapel. It's in the Harley Building. And um, we meet Sundays at 11 o'clock for a sacrament meeting. Wonderful. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Sure, yeah. So I, I see a sign here. Uh, it says, uh, Packer, you just lost three members. Uh, would you want to kind of explain what you mean by that? Um, well, we all grew up in LDS. I was baptized. Both of them were baptized, my sisters. My entire family was baptized. I have a grandfather that was a stake president. Um, but the other night I was watching conference and it completely broke my heart. Um, I realized the hypocrisy of it all and I realized that I didn't want to associate myself with such a with with such hateful words. It's not the church, it's mostly the words that he focused on and the way he expressed them and I thought that they were very inappropriate and totally disrespectful and yeah, it's basically how I feel. If you could uh, if they called you up and you could tell the church what to do, what what would you tell them? I don't think I could tell them what to do. Um, I think that that's between them and God. Um, I think that everyone, like what people say is between them and their God, and I wouldn't tell them what to do. You know, they can have their beliefs. Technically, you know, they were my beliefs, but that's not really how I believe it, what I believe in anymore. And just changed my heart, touched my heart. I kind of, I don't know, I kind of had a feeling like this isn't right, you know? And I mean, being, brought up this way I always felt you know the Holy Spirit and I felt God but not that night not that day I didn't feel it so it was just that uh, you you were yes. you were a good his good words. member before that his words. his words to be honest yes I saw complete they're hateful words and it it changed me like I don't know I can't really express how I feel but with that but you know what I mean uh -huh. I don't know <laughs> so so what's next for you I don't know I have no idea the road's wide open. I just, exactly. I mean, 
there's poss there's a possibility that one day I will return to church, not necessarily LDS church, but as far as I'm concerned, I feel like I'm a, I'm on a spiritual path and not a religious path. So. All right, wonderful. Thank you. Thanks. All right, uh, we're. Uh, my name's John. What, what's what's your name? I'm Walmarta. <laughs> now. Sundance wig of shame. Now you're you're wearing quite the quite the hat here. You want you want to explain that to us? It's the wig of shame. Boyd Packer has been added to the wig of shame because he is going against his own church members who have actively served missions and held the priesthood and are now being condemned because they are gay. There are many people like that out there in Utah. There are many missionaries, many other people who are now are gay, and he has now basically told them that they are going to hell just because they are gay. Uh, tolerance is not a is a Christian value, and you know he should be more uh, careful about what he says to invoke hate based upon him being a religious leader. So, um, what what do you think the Mormon Church should do next? I mean, where are they to go? The Mormon Church should just tolerance is not enough. You have to be accepting of your members that are uh, gay and lesbian. You can't just you know be accepting to them when they're pretending to be heterosexual and serving their missions and serving everything in the priesthood. All right, well, uh, I, I love the hat. Good luck tonight. Hi, what, what's your name? My name's Steve. Katie. Um, you sort of don't look like you belong here, so what, what, what brings you out here tonight? Uh, we're here to support the uh, gay rights. All right, that's a good cause. So what's, what's your relationship to the Mormon Church? I have no relationship to the Mormon Church. <laughs> oh, come on, you live in Utah. There's no way you have no relationship. That's the extent of it. Well, well, well they, they have a relationship with you, I suppose. Um, so what, what do you think the church should do? I mean, what, uh, you know, we're out here to try to get them to change. What should they change? Um, I think they should change the, the hate. The hate rhetoric. Teach love and tolerance instead of hate and intolerance. Well, why, why do you think they're having such a problem figuring this out? I think they have a problem figuring a lot of things out. <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, hard. I have no answer for that. I, I don't think that's in, the, in, in, in uh, any Christian uh, teachings, hate. And intolerance. I, I, I don't understand it either. It baffles me. So, all right. Thanks, guys. Sure.